once again it's on another week another week of football talk another week of chaos another week of black quarterback support man it's us once again your man julius rock here with my main man p hardy to discuss football nfl college a little bit of everything how are you doing this week my brother you know it's, it's been a rough week personally for me but you okay. know what i I got my juice back because you know I was uh I was in a I was in a conversation with a shorty and I thought things was going somewhere and we you know we got to talking about where we was from and whatnot and you know I'm from from South Carolina so you know I keep it real real cool and smooth SC shit and then she was like oh I'm from Oakland and that was the end of the conversation at that point so um, <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't play about my my Bay Area shit, my Cali shit. And I had to let her know up front, you know? Uh, and, you know, the conversation still went on after that, but there was like no chance of it advancing past that point after I learned that she was from the Bay Area. Sorry, it's, just, it. it's just something that I cannot do. So you had to cancel, um, cancel it. Yeah, but that let me know I was back alive. So whatever I was going through at that point, I was good because I was still me. So I'm, I'm good. We're here now. I hope everything's going well in your life. I'm straight. All right, man. So let's let's start off. You know how we always start off. Black QB of the week, man. You go. You go with your black QB of the week, sir. So I'm a double dip on my black QB of the week here. I've given him black okay. QB of the week in the past. I actually think multiple times I've given him uh, black QB of the week. But uh, we're just gonna give credit where credit is due right now. Uh, Shadur Sanders, Jackson State University freshman quarterback. Um, Shadur is on pace. He's probably going to break every swack QB record by a freshman by the time it's all said and done here. Um, and we'll get to everything else regarding the swack in Jackson State later on in the show. I just want to give my man his flowers. He started off real rough, and uh, you know, sometimes it's hard to perform being a legend son and living up to expectations. And Shadur has done that. Um, not only has Shadur done it, his brother Shiloh on the other side of the ball, he's doing a damn thing. So shout out to the Sanders boys, they're killing it. But Shadur Sanders is my black QB of the week. Okay. Um, I have two black QBs of the week. My first one goes to CJ Stroud. He kind of questioned him a little bit at the beginning of the year. They thought he had the juice. They said, yo, let's go to the, the dude that's supposed to be a freshman with the NIL deals. And you know what you know what CJ Stroud did? He grabbed his nuts and said, yo, settle the fuck down. I'm here. My man, Michigan State with, with the black quarterback and the former Heisman candidate. That shit is dead. That, that, that campaign is gone. Right? Um, went into Ohio State and my man CJ Stroud threw six touchdowns and with four. 32 on a motherfucking head. And Ohio State is humming right now. Um, my other black QB of the week um, on the NFL level, he is the personification of black QBs. He has been through everything. He done got benched. He just got shitted on. You know, one game they sat him down. They threw another motherfucker in there. He threw six, seven fucking picks, and they threw him in there. And he almost won the fucking game any goddamn way. Um, he's lost his job countless of times, not by his own play, but by just being the bridge quarterback for the younger quarterback. Hey, no, he got real. Just being a black quarterback. Just being, being a black, black quarterback. quarterback. Hell, he got stabbed. He almost got fucking killed. 
literally almost got fucking killed. My black QB of the week. He is in a shitty situation, but he's turning shit into Kool-Aid. And his name is Tyrod fucking Taylor. Preach. Preach. Rest in peace, young Dolph. Tyrod fucking Taylor just keeps getting thrown into the fucking mud and he keeps on climbing out that motherfucker. You know, what Holmes said, I, 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 I rose from the dirt. I came out without it all, without a stain on my motherfucking shirt. God damn it, Tyrod Taylor, man. You got to respect Tyrod Taylor and his blackness, man. You got to. You got to. Um, I like that. I'm going to pour a little water on your first black QB of the week, though. Okay. I'm not taking nothing away from C.J. Stroud. You got to go out there. You got to dominate. Michigan State has one of the worst pass defenses in the entire country, in the whole country. So I know they ranked seventh. I know that it was basically, you know, 500 yards of offense in the first two and a half quarters of the game. And C.J. Stroud still did his thing. But Michigan State's pass defense ain't nothing to write home about. So take do with that information what you will. I just wanted to put that out. So speaking of which, man, let, let's recap college. Um, what were some things that stuck out? You, I don't think you saw the many games, but what, what were some things that stuck out to you this um, football? With being that I just said, pump the brakes on C.J. Stroud and Michigan State, uh, pass defense being terrible, um, Ohio State showed that they're not playing no games at no. all, period. No. Ryan Day and them boys, they know that the they know that playing these Big Ten games is not the ultimate goal. So what they're doing now is fine-tuning everything on their team uh for that playoff run. So you yes. can see that that was evident the way they played Michigan State. Um I don't think Michigan stands a chance. It's gonna be one of our picks. You can just go ahead and pencil that in. Um khaki shorts. Is going to get his fucking shorts blew off. Um, Harbaugh stands no chance. It's no fault of Harbaugh and what Michigan's doing, but Ohio State's going to slaughter those boys this weekend. Um, I think, can I say this? I think Ohio State is – they got the Clemson monkey off their back last season, right? They got to get the SEC monkey off their fucking back. That, that – fucking dark cloud of SEC has been beating Ohio State brains in for a while. And it, and it got off of it a little bit in 2014, but you know, it ain't been too good for Ohio State and SEC. And I think Ryan Day really wants to kind of say, yo, I deserve. I'm here. To, to, to me. No, you know I, mean? I agree. Uh, they, they're passing every test. The only hiccup they had was early in the season with Oregon. And we're not even going to talk about Oregon on this. I mean, if you want to, you can. I'm not going to talk about Oregon. They're fraud. You, you know what I want to say about Oregon? Hey, this is why I picked against Oregon. I'm going to say this again. November is a very, as a Clemson Tiger fan, November is a fucking hard month. Because you see those fucking rankings and then the pressure of the fucking world mounds on you. Everything you did before November doesn't fucking count because everybody hits harder. Everybody runs faster. You know, it, it's the, you know what it is? It's the, the adults are speaking in November. Ball. The adults are, are speaking up and everybody you're playing is desperate to get to bowl season. 
So therefore, everybody's going to claw and scratch their ways to New Year's Six Bowls and uh, uh, Orange Bowls and any other fucking bowls, any other quality bowl they can get their fucking hands on. So you, you have to be an adult, man. And if you look at the playoff format, the only teams that have been adults have been Clemson, Alabama, Ohio State, um, Oklahoma. Consistently, those four, Notre Dame, they have been the consistent adults. Uh, I think Georgia's going to be an adult this year. But other than that, those have been the, the, the day in, day out adults. Everybody else, it just gets too hard for them. I don't know what it is. It just, it's it's too much. And you know, you you just it is just it ain't it, listen. It ain't easy, bro. It, you know, niggas, you you know what it is. November proves November proves to who are the real programs, like who are the mice and the men, who are the bosses, who have this shit together. You know what I mean? And you know, uh, Oregon. I always felt like you know, not like Mario Cristobal. I think the foundation. You know, it's it's just leaky. Um, I want to shift to this point. Um, do you have any more things you want to bring up about college before I shift to this next point? Um, uh, one other small point. One other small point. Uh, Cincinnati might be for real. Cincinnati might be for real. I think, uh, and we can get into our predictions later. I think Cincinnati's hope of making the college football playoffs hinges itself on the. Ohio Cincinnati State, Michigan game. I'll say this: Ohio, uh, Cincinnati could lose this week. Yeah, trap. Yeah, game. Cincinnati could lose this week. Trap game. This big, big trap game right this week. So, Cincinnati has East East Carolina. Um, yep. I honestly think they're going to handle business, but the fate of Cincinnati does not rest in their hands it rests in the the results of the ohio state michigan game um because right now i i don't think college football rankings have come out but right now i got number one georgia number two bama number three ohio state number four michigan i got michigan in that final slot right now and then ohio state michigan is going to determine who stays in the playoffs um, you know you know who's going to make things uncomfortable bro and i saw somebody uh post this they said Notre Dame is going to make things very difficult to after next. They're difficult after next week. You know, one loss here. Notre Dame. Yeah, but I mean, so then you got to start looking at Notre Dame and uh, Cincinnati's wins, right? Obviously, Notre Dame is going to have the better resume, right? Notre Dame is going to look better all the way around. Um, I don't know, man. That who uh, who ended up Purdue beat Notre Dame or some shit like that, right? Or was it? Nah, uh, it Notre was, Dame just lost to Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati. So yeah, that's 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 the for me resume and then head to head. So are you gonna slide Notre Dame in because they beat? teams but lost to the team that's still currently undefeated like i think cincinnati has earned the five spot in the country solidly i don't think anyone jumps ahead of them um i mean uh that's just me i don't know how i don't think notre dame has a 
has a chance unless, you know, Cincinnati shits the bed, unless, you know, the two teams in front of them. Uh, well, I, Michigan, Michigan State lost, so Notre Dame should go up into that top six, seven range. So we'll see, man. I, I think it's Cincinnati's spot to get in based on the Ohio State-Michigan game. Uh, also, also, let's not let's not look past Stanford. Stanford had Stanford's been knocking teams and fucking shit up for teams all season long. That's who Notre Dame has this weekend coming up, and it's at it's at Stanford. It's on the farm. So, you know what I think's about to happen. Um, now that you were talking, I think the playoffs are going to expand, right? And in the process of expanding the playoffs, I think the ACC is about to twist twist the arm of Notre Dame. And they're going to make them get in the car. That's what I think about to happen. It's like, yo, get your ass in the car, shut the fuck up, let's take a ride. I think Notre Dame is going to officially join the ACC next year because they can't sustain this. You feel me? Like, you, right. you, this This is the, I'm, you know, now that I think about it, if Notre Dame had joined the ACC this year, Clemson, unless something, unless ball, unless USC smokes NC State boots and um, Boston College beats Wake Forest, Clemson's not going to ACC, right? And Notre Dame can beat Pitt, and Notre Dame can beat anybody else in the ACC. Notre Dame probably beat Pitt Clemson this year. Notre Dame could, 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 could you know, you win the ACC. Your conference champ. Hey, you in the playoffs? You play that conference championship. You in the playoffs? I'm just saying. I mean, right now we got Wake Forest from the Atlantic, and who's representing the Coastal Pitt. in the ACC? It's gonna be Pitt. It's gonna be Pitt. Yeah, uh, I think Notre Dame is better than both of those teams. It's going to, I think Pittsburgh is going to win. Unless Clemson finds a way to get back in there, I think Pitt's going to cook. It's going to be a shootout, but I don't think Wake Forest – I think the last well, – Boston last, College has to beat Wake Forest. Uh, has to beat Wake Forest. Yes, the only way Clemson get in is Boston College beat Wake Forest. I think Wake Forest is going to beat them. And um, UNC has got to beat NC State. I think um, the way Pitt's rolling right now, neither one of those teams can beat Pitt. I think the only team that could give Pitt another run is if they run back into Clemson. To me, um, that I, I, that that that's just my opinion. But let me let me ask. Let, let's let's shift gears. Let's shift gears for a little bit. Um, two jobs have opened, right? Virginia Tech and Florida. Um, I was talking to a good friend. Well, three because Jimmy Lake got fired too, but we don't want we, Pac-12 is in with Troy right now. What Troy? Uh, uh, Washington. Washington, yeah, yeah. The Pac-12 like, is irrelevant, so we just gonna yeah. stick over on. Nobody cares about Pac-12. Nobody, eh, yeah. No, but that that job isn't sexy anymore. Um, VTech and you know what it is. We're coastal elites on the East Coast. We only care about football in the South. <laughs> That's it. In the South. That's it. I mean, it is what it is. You know, we'll do better as a podcast. But um, Florida 
I think they did the right thing, get rid of Dan Mullins because the players quit on Dan Mullins a long time ago. I think uh, Justin Fuentes, I've said this every time we pick, I said Justin Fuentes is a coach for his job. Justin Fuentes has regressed Virginia Tech beyond years. It's it's ridiculous. You know the quarterback for Tennessee right now, Hendon Hooker? Uh-huh. Our coach against Hendon Hooker. Hendon Hooker and a host of other cats from Greensboro went to um, Virginia Tech. Hendon Hooker was playing quarterback. Hendon Hooker got the fuck out of VTech and went to Tennessee, and is thriving at Tennessee. Um, the only guy I think is left from that little v- that little uh, Greensboro wave, Greensboro North Carolina wave, is Trey Turner. Trey Turner is going to get drafted. He's going to get drafted. He's going to be a good NFL wide receiver. Everybody else getting got the fuck out of VTech. And, you know, a lot, I think Fuentes lost, like, what, three quarterbacks? Just, uh, just you know, I've I read a lot of things about, uh, you know, those Hampton Newport News. They don't want to fuck with him no more. Um, what do you think about the VTech in Florida, Florida jobs? Uh, so just to kind of recap right now, just off the top of my head, notable openings right now is Oregon, mm-hmm. yep. Florida, TCU. You said Oregon. Uh, I'm sorry, not Oregon. Uh, LSU. I was Ed, okay, I think okay. Ed Ordron. So LSU, Florida, TCU, USC, Washington, Virginia Tech. I think if you rank those, Florida is probably the best job out there, followed by USC and LSU. Um I told you this in the in the private chat earlier. I think Lane Kiffin at Florida is nasty. Oh, let me push back. Let me push back on that. You think Florida's a better job than LSU? I think Florida is a better job than LSU right now, yes. I don't believe that. I think Florida has Florida. You know what Florida is? Florida is that person with the Gucci belt. <laughs> and, and, and seriously, they got the Gucci belt. They got the eleven. They got the fresh uh, uh, off-white elevens. You know what I mean? First off, if you come across a nigga with designer Gucci and then some Jordans, don't trust that nigga at all. I'm just don't, saying. I'm just, don't I'm trust just saying. They got high-end fashion. You know, they they you know they got a a Tesla. You know, driving the Tesla. Remember that nigga that was uh, scamming Howard University for refunds? <laughs> that's, that's Florida, right? But they credit fucked up. <laughs> they stay up in a goddamn shack. Everything about Florida's foundation is horrible. I don't. I don't see. No, Florida is a bad job. I'm gonna tell you why Florida is a bad job. Number one, everybody. They, they, it, it's it, everybody. They recruit hot boys all the time. Number two, it's not that hard to win the SEC East. All you gotta do is beat Georgia. That's it. Every one of everybody that got fired has won the SEC. Muschamp won the fucking East. McElwain won the fucking East. McMullen won the fucking McElwain won the East several times. McMullen won the East. All of them got their boots cooked in, in, in the in, in, in the SEC championship game. How is Florida a better job? It's an easier job than anything than LSU. But I think LSU is the best job out of Florida. That's that's recency bias. That's recency bias. We're talking about overall pro. That's just like USC. Like realistically, all things being equal among all the college coaching jobs right now, 
USC is the best job, right? But we understand the situation that they're in. LSU more recently has been successful. But overall, I think Florida is a better job than LSU right now. The la- If you look at the last 15 years, right, who, who has reached the ceiling more, Florida or LSU? LSU. the sky? Urban right? Meyer, Florida post-Urban Meyer has been a disaster zone. It's been urban and it's been spurring in the last 20 years. Urban and spurring. Those are the only two people that have done half good, right? LSU, you threw Lane, you threw Les Miles in. Les Miles is not a good coach. He's just, you know, all he does is not, don't, don't crash the car. Coach O, don't crash the fucking car. You know, they're not good enough to, to satisfy the LSU base, but for the most part, they get, they, they did their fucking job. The problem with LSU is you have to deal with Nick Saban. You have to deal with A.N. Jimbo. You have to deal with Lane Kiffin now. You know, let's say you get this fuck, get the fuck about it. You got to deal with Mike Leach. You got to deal with some more shit. And, and, and now you got fucking Lincoln Riley and Texas coming in there. It, it's it's, a, it's So then why would, you, why would you want the LSU job when you go to Florida and all you got to do is get a magical recruit class that can handle Georgia for one year? Because, because we're just the just, only roadblock in the East. Because you recruit better at LSU. LSU, LSU just has nah. more talent. LSU you got Florida operating. Florida, so this with all the Florida schools, Florida, Florida State, and Miami. If you operate successfully at those schools, there should never be a lack of talent at all. But nobody who's been operating good in Florida, bro. You, listen, I'm gonna keep it real. We're old heads, right? We we seen the highest highs in Florida. Florida State, Miami, correct? We've seen the highs, right? When the last time we seen a high? The last time Florida State was good was 2016. The last time Florida was good was last year. Between that is far in between. I don't know why it's so fucking hard for Florida. I just don't know what it is, but LSU, LSU, it just, you could just, for whatever reason, you can go and fall asleep and wake up with nine fucking wins. Of, of stupidity and talent alone. For whatever reason, it all lines up for Florida. They just can't get it done. What's the last big... I was, okay, Kyle Pitts, right? After Kyle Pitts, who was the last wow person for Florida? Uh, off the top of your head. Shit. Uh, NFL play. When, uh, you didn't put me on the spot. Let me double check my sources see real that, quick before see I the stop. Fact that you got is the fact that you got a fucking no, no, no. Face. I got names. I just want to make sure that I say the right thing. Uh, see, I'm glad I ain't say because the nigga I was thinking from actually went to LSU. I was gonna prove your point for you. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's it's like they've been they've been they just been striking out or putting niggas in the NFL. I'm, I'm gonna go and say major a right. Lot of in NFL, but yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say major, right? That's a bro. That's a long time ago. Like, if if I was just, you got Jefferson, you got Chase, um, you got Jamal Adams, you got Huddy Badger, you got uh, with Tre'Davious White. It's so many people that have come out of LSU. It's ridiculous. It's so much talent. It's just they don't have. You know, if LSU, if Lane Kiffin went to LSU or, or if James Franklin, if any top dog went to LSU, they would turn shit 
out. Oh, okay. I got a list here, man. This list ain't too bad, man. We capping. So he, he, Kyle Pitts. Okay. Kadarius Tony. He's playing right now. They're playing. As they got your team. Uh, yeah, they both got drafted last year, 2021. Yep. Uh, CJ Henderson, the year before that, defensive back at Jacksonville. Van Jefferson, the, the motherfucker who's still in targets from Odell Beckham Jr. right now. Shit, who else we got? Nah, this shit does get kind of thin after that. You got to go back. Oh, okay. It, go, okay. it, go, it gets a little thin. It's a little thin. It's very thin. <laughs> I, I got an eight. I got an eight. Who was the best player in the Super Bowl last year? The Devin best player White. in the Super Bowl last year? One of the best players in the Super Bowl last year, Devin White. Where Devin White from? LSU. Who was running the ball for God to Tampa Bay? Litter for net. Like, come on, bro. Like, it, it's not the same. The Florida job, the, the potential of the Florida job is high, but the production of the Florida job is not. It is what it is. It is what it is. I, I, who do you think can take over Florida? I said Lane Kiffin. So that's a – you think they can handle Lane Kiffin? I think that they need to get dirty in order to get their face back. And I think Lane Kiffin is the type of individual who will go Mullins there. Mullins dirty. Mullins dirty. Nah, Mullins ain't Lane Kiffin dirty. Mullins ain't, listen, Lane Kiffin, will, Lane Kiffin will walk in your living room while the other college is there and sit down and wait for them to finish, dog. You think they can handle Lane Kiffin? I, I'm saying. I think they got the infrastructure to handle Lane Kiffin. I'm saying I think they need to fight back. And Lane Kiffin will be a sign to me that they're trying to fight back. And you can do Lane Kiffin because his history says he don't got no loyalty. He, I mean, he he's doing his thing out there at, at Ole Miss. And they snatch him real quick. He'll leave in a second. You make it right. And when he leaves, he's going to take everybody who he liked with him. Man, I heard this today. They said if they're Florida, you risk it all for Lane Kiffin so he can bring Arch Manning with him. <laughs> I said, holy shit. Yeah, holy shit. You get Archman Lane Kiffin in fucking Florida. That I'ma be real with you. That I, I I'm gonna give Shane Beamer his flowers at the end. I think Shane Beamer is gonna be on a come up. I think Kirby Smart don't want nothing to do with Lane Kiffin at Florida. That's gonna be a pain in his ass. Pain in his ass. Um We'll, we'll see. I think for the Virginia Tech job, I think that's a job that could really, really boom. And the Matt person, Rule. Nah. Nah. Now I don't think Matt Rule can handle it. Uh, nah, we, got, we got agendas to drive. I got here. agenda. Oh, we're going we to get the Matt Rule in a second. We're about to get NFL in a second. we get the Matt Rule in a second. Hugh Freeze. Hot boy Hugh Freeze, dirty dick Hugh Freeze. He, you know, he he went to Liberty. You know, he's he he's going to Bible study. He's trying to get right with the Lord, all right. And you put him in Virginia Tech. That's scary hours over there. That is scary hours over there. Very scary. Good recruiter. You know, he, 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 he got things jumping at Liberty. He got things jumping, jumping at Liberty right now. So I like Hugh Freeze at Virginia Tech. 
or I like Jim, uh, I don't know, the Jim or James Caldwell from Coastal at Virginia Tech. I think that's the perfect job for somebody like that. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give my black head coach Jimmy Lake name need to be in here somewhere. I know he flamed out at the University of Washington. He need he needs a he needs a, a get back job. You know, it don't need to be maybe it don't need to be power five right now. Um definitely not in the SEC. But um I think TCU, and I know I just said it doesn't need to be power five, but I think TCU would be a nice little landing spot for Jimmy Lake to get his mind right after the University of, of Washington situation. But um as far as as far as Virginia Tech goes, again. You got to have strong, uh, strong because Virginia Tech is is cornered, right? You're in this. You're, you're basically in between ACC and Big Ten country, right? So Hell. you're getting beat from both sides. Hell, you can you can tap. So, well, if you do if you do Virginia Tech right, you can get Big, big Ten, ACC, and SEC if you do it right. If you do it right. It just hasn't been done right in a while. Right. And and the one guy that I've been mentioning all season long that I think we failed to mention, James Franklin, Penn State. I still think he's a guy for the USC job. Uh, but he might be interested in he might be interested in that Florida job. He's he, you know, he, he might be interested in making a move back to the SEC to make some things shake. I think Joe Brady's going to leave the NFL. I'm not saying that for personal agendas. I really think Joe Brady's going to leave. The you NFL. say leave like it's his choice to go do that, right? Well, we'll get to that in a second. Um, Swack, I did not know. You know, we, we have been beating the drum for Jackson State all year long, right? We have been supporters. We have just been, you know, just riding the wave. We've added them to the picks. I did not know. It, it broke my heart to find out Jackson State could not go to the FCS playoffs, not by anything of their own, but by just the fact that the SWAC is just trying to get this money. And I don't like it, man. I, I, I don't like it. So for those of you that do not know, um, the SWAC has um, their championship game is this week, right? The winner of the SWAC championship game goes to the Celebration Bowl. And the Celebration Bowl is where the SWAC plays the MIAC, right? The MIAC has about four fucking teams, four or five fucking teams. It's, it's pretty sad. Six teams. It's pretty sad, right? It's pretty, pretty pathetic because everybody jumped shit from the MIAC and went to the SWAC. Um, oh, excuse me. <sighs> um, as you know, Jackson State has lost, has, has ran the table. Um, because of the sweat game um, being there, um, the automatic bid has went to FAMU, where it rightfully should have went to Jackson State. So instead of us rooting for Prime to pluck off these FCS teams, we have to settle with him going to the Celebration Bowl while FAMU goes to play. FAMU might not make out the first round. I'm rooting for family, but it might not make up the first round. How do you feel about this? I am. I'm disappointed. Like I Very thought that was the whole. I thought the whole point of the exercise 
was to move HBCUs out of obscurity into the national spotlight. And in order to do that, you had to have an FCS team uh, that not only represented for all the HBCUs, but then went and started playing your, your other FCS schools and beating them as well. Um, I think Jackson State is the most equipped team out of all the HBCUs to do that. Obviously, fam, you has a storied history. I like the head coach, even though he didn't return, he didn't return none of my son's DMs. That's fine. Uh, I like FAMU. But if you're asking who is supposed to be the face of HBCU football right now, it's the team that came out and earned it. First, they earned it in the court of publicity with hiring primetime. Then they earned it on the football field. Jackson State is six points away from being undefeated this season. And they Absolutely. they six points away from being undefeated against uh, a FBS team they lost. So I... I'm disappointed. I thought it was, you know, money is money is money, but money's never seemed to be an issue for, you know, Jackson State at any point. And I understand that you're obligated to try and, you know, it's not just about Jackson State, but at the same time, it is about Jackson State because this is the team that's going to represent you the best. So, um, yeah, just, just, uh, I was I was supremely disappointed when I found that Jackson State was not going to the FCS playoffs. I I get why you want to go to a celebration bowl because it have you see you know what it is you have not seen the uh I remember when a I used I used to, as you know if you don't know I used to be in Greensboro North Carolina. Right. Well, I used to be in Detroit and went to Salem. So I worked someplace that wasn't too far away from Greensboro. Well, I mean, what not Greensboro, North Carolina AT, right? So I know about the Aggies and I knew remember, remember when uh remember that you seen that video where the coach said, Run me my money. Yep. That year they they AT was rolling and they went to the celebration bowl and they kicked. I think uh, I don't know if it's Grambling or Alcorn State, Prairie View. One of the one of the motherfuckers' asses, right? They kicked their ass, right? Mm-hmm. People filled up the Georgia Dome. It was parties. It was like CIAA on weekend on steroids for for, for football. It's, it was the bands were there. It's a lot of money behind the celebration bowl, right? It's a lot of vendors, a lot of revenue, a lot of like imagine like Essence Fest mixed with CIAA weekend with a pinch of all-star weekend and a battle of the bands, right? But it's a football game. You know what I mean? So it's good for HBCU football. But I feel like you can have both. You can have both. You can have your celebration bowl, but nigga, you gotta get the, it. It's I, even more sick, man. Jackson State is ranked ahead of FAMU in the FCS rankings. Exactly. But Fam, <laughs> Bro, if you dog, do you know this this follow the timeline, right? This week, this week right here is rivalry week, right? So rivals are gonna get watched, right? Mm-hmm. This is a this is a busy week. This is the last week of, of regular season college football, right? All right, so you know. 
first week. I don't, I don't know when the FTS playoffs start. I know the end of January, right? The week after that is championship weekend, right? So next weekend is championship weekend. Ain't that many games played. The week after that, dead period. That's when Army plays. Army plays uh, Navy or some shit. Or Army plays Air Force. There's no college football the week after. You know what I mean? During that week after SEC championship, ACC championship, there's no football. Guess what niggas could be watching the last couple of weeks? Jackson State going on the run. Building up that media support, building up that fanfare, building up that goodwill, making people say, yo, I want to go see the prom play. Like, why are you taking that away from us? And and, and I'm rooting for FAMU because, you know, I got family with the FAMU. Oh, the, the head coach is a former coach of Tigers, so I'm rooting for him. But, my nigga, we want prime to win. And I feel like that was stripped away from us. And I hope this is restructuring done in the sweat because I assumed you got all these teams in there to, to do some make to, to do some major power shit. That was just my that was just my interpretation. Man, the, the swag is comfortable getting the little bit of they're not seeing the bigger picture. No. They think, oh, if we if we reschedule a move to celebration bowl, we're losing celebration bowl money. Nah, you legit could have two teams going to the FCS playoffs, which in turn the success there helps your football programs recruit more. And I and I understand it. Every everyone's explaining to me academics ranks first in, in HBCU HBCU land and then athletic second. Listen, that's a lie. If you want to compete, you're gonna have to make some decisions that look I don't want to say harmful, but I can't think of a better word. You're going to have to take a step back from what you're used to. I don't want to hear the academic shit, bro. I don't <laughs> want to hear that. No, that's a lie. That, that niggas is captain. I'm going to tell you what I'm niggas captain. Homecoming season, what that shit about? That Stop. shit is about niggas going to football games and parties and tailgates started. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Certain, uh, uh, I'm saying from administrators wise, they want to they want to purport that they spend their money first on the education. They, that's bullshit. They want to make money. They want to make money. That's why they turn games into fucking classics. They want to make fucking money. It just they do not want to pay any fucking money for the FCA. They just don't. They are not. They those old heads just don't want to risk it all. That's all. You know, they, they don't see the bigger picture. I, the only person out here that saw the bigger picture to me, it was fucking A&T when they said, I'm leaving the MEAC, I'm going over here with the Big South, and I'm going to see how that rolls. Watch, watch, watch how A&T, you know, give, give, it, give it a couple years. The way A&T recruits, the way, you know, A&T goes in North Carolina and goes in South Carolina, and they're going to be going into Georgia and all that, all right. Give AT about a couple more years. They're going to be doing what, the, and the swag will be looking at like, holy shit, we missing out. Let's give it a couple years for AT, bro. Mark my words. Mark my words. Um, you got anything else with that? We want to move on. Nah, man, just pure disappointment. That's all I got. Just disappointing, man. You know what's not disappointing? Last podcast, you know, a good thing happened in our lives. Good thing happened in our lives. Um, and we were able to be blessed 
you know, the sunshine, the stars aligned, and, and the great Cam Newton came and blessed us and touched the lives of Panther fans, right? Um, I'm glad we didn't go yesterday because we didn't have an opportunity to soak in the entire Cam Newton experience. After two games of the Cam cracking your vein, this, 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 you know, because, you know, the Cam Newton experience is a drug, man. You know, it, it, it's a roller coaster, right? How do you feel about the return of Cam Newton? Um, the first game yesterday, Cam moving forward, Panthers moving forward. Talk to me. So, full disclosure, I'm in Phoenix, Arizona. Cam mm-hmm. got signed November 11th. And they had a game, State Farm Arena, on November 14th. I was in the building. I was there. It was was incredible to be amongst the thousands of Panther fans that live in Arizona to see Cam return. Uh, First time he touched the ball, um, touchdown. Second time he touched the ball, touchdown. Uh, the energy that he just brought to the sideline, you could visibly see it. If you've watched Panther games all season, it was it's different. Even, even from Sunday's game, when they lost to the Redskins, the Washington football team, excuse me, pardon me. Uh, you could just see that there's a different type of life that Cam Newton provides to the team. With that being said, Cam Newton is the only person holding up his end of the bargain in this entire relationship right now, as we speak, he is the only person that's come in and prepared. He, he can do everything that they ask him to do. They're not asking him to do the right things. Uh, he's, he's making sugar out of shit. And I think it's, um, I think it's pretty telling the coverage you get it. You know, everyone's excited for cam, but they're not excited for the team. Uh, and we're back pretty much to square one. We're expecting Cam Newton to save us. And I'm not happy about that at all. What do you see going forward? You're, you're saying that Joe Brady's going to make a run for college. I'm saying I think Joe Brady takes shit over. And you get a little glimpse. No, of, no. You get no, a little no, glimpse of. No, I'm not saying head coaching. I'm not saying head coaching. But as him and Cam become more comfortable with each other, you're going to see what exactly everyone was speaking about with Joe Brady. Even in the loss and even in the game plan, I personally like the game plan for the most part. They, there could be some more down-the-field attempts, and Joe Brady's got to figure that out. But I like the way they run. I like the way that they're having Cam throw the ball. I mean, Cam was 77 78% on Sunday. Um, and he's been doing that for the last several years of his passing, you know, going back to 2018, where he's just been above 65% completion uh, pretty much every year since 2018. Um, I think Matt Rule has to go. I think Matt Rule does not know how to organize around the talent like Cam Newton. Pause. I want to go there with you. We're going to go there right now, but let me let me let me let me tell you how I felt about the Cam Newton situation, and then I'm going to go right to Matt Rule because I've been waiting on it. Okay. Do you think? Um, I want to say 
I missed the first Cam Newton touchdown because you know, I, you know, I love my mother, but you know, my mother's random, and I had to move some furniture, help her move some furniture. So I missed the first Cam Newton touchdown, which pains me. But I saw the second one. Um, I liked what they did, but I felt like you didn't have to play Cam at all. You just needed his presence. But him going out there. It just it to me the first when they played the card it looked like Cam was just physically better than PJ Washington, right? It just kind of like PJ know the playbook that's cool, but it just kind of felt like PJ just couldn't like you 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 knew what to do, but you just couldn't get it done. You know what I mean? So I don't know if that's handcuffed by by the play calling, even though you know what to do, but it just kind of felt like you just couldn't like. You know, you, you know the reads, you know where the routes are, you know where the ball is going to go, you know. But I just feel like you couldn't do – he didn't do anything to say, all right, I think we need to stick with P.J. You know what I mean? And Cam comes in and just like, boom, touchdown, boom, touchdown, boom, deep ball, boom, this pass up. It just – everything just felt like, okay, all right, all right. You should just fuck the play call and throw him in there. Um – when we played the Redskins football team, I, for the, for my fault, the Washington football team, I looked at that entire game and you know what I said to myself? I said, you know what? Cam has, Cam needed to get cut. He needed to get released twice because I, I see a different Cam Newton. I don't, I never felt like Cam was a selfish person. I felt like he himself needed to say, all right, all of this shit can be taken away. But I and, and I and I need to do everything I can to not let it happen again. Or if this is my last hurrah, I'm gonna go out, I'm, I'm gonna go out my way, right? And let's fast forward it to this. I agree with you on Matt Rule. Yesterday, and listen, let me, let me give full disclosure. I am the biggest Ron Rivera hater ever, ever, ever since 20 since 2012. The biggest Ron Rivera hater. P, when did you join the group? When did I join uh the shop? The shop? Um yes. man, I'm not clear on that. I don't know. I think it was at the very beginning of 2017. I'm talking about maybe I joined at the end of 2016, around Christmas time, going into 2017. So you saw about a good, let's see, 16, 16, 18, 19, a good four years of hate, hating on Ron Rivera, hating on Ron Rivera. Yeah, correct, incorrect, misdirected, whatever it was, there was absolutely hate. I hated on Ron Rivera had almost took me off him in 2015, but I stayed strong because I knew this. I said, okay, he can't, he can't hold this. Ron Rivera almost had me in the crippler cross face in the walls of Jericho. And, it, 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 and, and I just had to stay there, had to hold the line. And then everybody, then eventually my agenda came true that Ron Rivera's a fraud. So nobody's going to hate on Ron Rivera more than me. It is what it is. But Ron Rivera had a fuck. It was, you know, it was clear that Ron Rivera is an NFL coach and Matt Rule does not belong here. Because he, what do we say, Matt Rule? 
Ron Rivera was more organized. He was more prepared. He felt like I, I feel like Ron Rivera was the fucking head coach of the Pelicans. Like I felt like did he was coaching a home. Well, I didn't say he was coaching a home game, but he was just like I'm here. I'm comfortable. He was comfortable. Hey, I'm, I'm comfortable. I'm about to. Uh, we gonna run this fucking clinic. He gonna run a fucking clinic. And I told you niggas, I ain't gonna say you niggas, but I shared with you. I think it was a Monday or Tuesday. I said, yo, I'm gonna tell you what Ron I'm about to do. Ron's gonna say, beat me in the air. I'm selling out for a fucking run. Beat me in the air. And you know what? I felt like Cam did his thing in the air with him not knowing his playbook. But Scott Turner out coached Joe Brady. Phil Snow got a train ran on him. When it was time to make a play, Ron Rivera defense made a play. They came in, they ran the ball. Uh, Terry McLaurin had a field day on our secondary. And at the end of the day, Ron Rivera had better Ron Rivera time management. Holy shit. That is that is the list of challenge lose. That is the most craziest thing I've ever, I've ever seen in my life. But it, it's embarrassing that Matt Rule is there because he just looks lost. The so the game falls on the defense because I'm gonna be honest with you. In the second half, in the second half, I think the Panthers had four total possessions. Yes, maybe five, but four that I can distinctly remember. Four total possessions. Um, Christian McCaffrey averaged six yards a carry. Yep, he had 10, 10 carries for sixty yards. The everything was there working for. The Panthers, you just couldn't get any rhythm. The Panthers would go on a drive, and maybe it's a three and out, or maybe it stalls and you punt. And then Washington gets the ball, and they go on a 10-minute drive, which in real time, 10-minute game time drive, which in real time is like 20, 25 minutes. Washington has the ball. And the Panthers just couldn't have any – they couldn't get any rhythm. So the defense not being able to get off the field kind of stifled the Panthers in the run game and their ability to continue to move down. Now, the one thing that the Panthers didn't do was push the ball down the field. And I thought you maybe could have potentially done that. Um, but yeah, Ron Rivera walked in and his Wi-Fi connected automatically. He'd been there before. Easily. Easily. Ron Rivera, Ron Rivera knew where the dance, like, like the car, like the, uh, the, 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 what's the nigga that check you in? The, 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 the front guy, the valet, the valet was like, okay, what's up, Mr. Rivera? Your, your parking space is still right there. <laughs> they almost he walked in the kitchen. The office. Right. He walked in the kitchen. He knew where the silverware drawer was. He knew where to look at to get the cups. He knew where the plates was. Um, yeah, Matt Rule ain't redesigned shit. He walked in. Uh, you know, the, they ain't the, changed the fucking locks. Nothing. The code, the security code was still the same. That's it. The, you know what's crazy? The Panthers, Bank of America Stadium was Ron Rivera's Airbnb. That's what the fuck it was. It just was <laughs> a vacation home because that's what happened. And Matt Rule has got to go because Matt Rule is lost in the sauce. Um, when he made the comment today that, you know, the defensive players got to start listening to the coaches, I'm like, huh it's week 11 what the fuck wait wait can i speak to the manager can, can, can i speak to the manager who's in charge again who's who's who, who's in charge of this establishment again 
The fuck? What do you mean? What do you mean the players got to listen to defense coordinator? The fuck? No shit, nigga. No fucking shit. So you're telling me your players aren't listening to your defense coordinator that you hired? What does that tell me? You know, I think Matt Rule is in a is he's in a weird spot because he sees all the energy around the team change with the return of Cam Newton, and it's damn near like a brand new team. So he's looking at it like, oh, we were zero, we were zero and zero when Cam came, and now we're one and one with Cam. This is a new team, so we're not nah, man. You're where you're at. You're five and six because of decisions. Matter of fact, let's go roll it back into the first year with with Teddy Bridgewater. What was their record? Five and eleven with Teddy. Yep. What was the record last year? Uh, five, five and eleven. Yep. You were losing head coach because of the decision you made back in March of 2020. Yes. Oh, you know one more thing, bro? I thought about this, right? Do you know why the defense is the way it is? Um, You got to have some veterans on your defense. And, you know, Derrick Brown is on there. Um, You have no veteran defense you know everybody's still in their first contract on the defensive line right i mean you know hassan reddick he's he's looking for a payday right okay but like interior you have no veteran interior defensive line you have no veteran middle linebacker i saw that one play when Ter- when uh tyler haneke went and convert that fourth down uh, the guy number four missed the. I think it's Andre Carter missed the fucking tackle. Like he, he just, you know, he got stutter step. Like he just couldn't make the fucking play, and that's no fault of his own. But I just kind of felt like maybe we should have had a veteran linebacker, just a veteran voice. You know what I mean? Like the like the secondary has Stephon Gilmore. You know what I mean? Um, you just you just it just kind of feels like to me it's just like. If Cam Newton never came back, right? I don't. I think Matt Rule doesn't want any mature NFL veteran in there. He either wants young niggas or journeymen. You know, can, you know that's you, always that been a, that's been a part of his thing, right? He's always a change the culture guy. Change it. So what do you do? You know, when you when you when you a lame and you can't pull women your age and you can't go to the you can't go to the, you know, the nightclubs that have real niggas in it. You got to go to the to the college campuses and do yep. the lame shit. And, and that's basically what Matt Rule is doing right now. He's at the college campus. He's 32. He's, he's on campus hollering at the 18-year-old girls who ain't even experienced enough light yet to understand what they want for themselves. Uh, he, he's a creepy nigga with the rhinestones on the back of his jeans standing <laughs> in the corner of the club. Picking up young girls. That's why you don't have no veterans. That's why Cam Newton was gone. He couldn't, he didn't know how to communicate with vets. He didn't know how to talk to the older ladies. So he got he got young hoes who still got who still don't know when they period gonna come on. That's that's what he that's what we're working with in Carolina right now. You know something. Um I think um i don't think the the joe brady cam newton marriage i don't think that's gonna say joe brady i think joe brady's gonna get out 
why he can't. I think Cam Newton's play is going to get Joe Brady a better job, right? So either he's going to go back to college, maybe he'll get an offensive coordinator job, you know, because he can always blame, you know, I tried what I could on Sam. He just ain't got it. But look what I did with Cam. Um, I think I think the Panthers are not making the playoffs because they don't have the culture to make the playoffs, right? And I think after two seasons, Tepper's going to have to ask himself something because we clearly see he don't give a fuck about moving on, right? Um, do you believe, do you want the, the, to experience the Matt Royal season three experience or do you just want to get an NFL guy and then just go from there? Because you got an NFL GM, like, wh- wh- what are you going to do? And I think if he's smart, he pulls Matt uh, Matt Royal to the side and say, yo, if there's a college job out there, go get it. I ain't going to say nothing. And you 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 get up in this college pool because you can still get the enemy. Um, I don't know who the next hot coordinator is. You know, I I, I don't know. But you can still salvage this shit. I don't want the Panthers to replace Matt Rule with the uh, unless it's Eric Bieniemy because he should already be a head coach. I don't want a uh, Kellen Moore. Uh, as much as we champion, you know, black quarterbacks, black coaches, black coordinators, I don't want. Uh, your boy from Tampa. Um, I think if you lose and do not make the playoffs, Matt Rule is definitely gone. And I think it's the exact scenario you just designed. So you're 100% right. Go be free. Go be free, fam. Go go get that job in college that you, you know, that you're more, you're a better fit for. If they fuck around and make the playoffs, that buys us one more year of this Matt Rule, Joe Brady, Cam Newton marriage. Yeah. And they have the opportunity to make the playoffs. Right now, the Philadelphia Eagles are in. Guess what the Eagles' record is? Five and six. Guess what the Panthers' record is? Five and six. And the the Eagles are cooking. And then you know who else is coming? The 49ers. Yeah, 49ers are four and six right now. And, and, you know, I just – I personally feel, and this is not a hot take because it's still extremely relevant and it's something I can, I think the Panthers do make the playoffs with Cam as the quarterback. Um, Miami is going to be a tough game because you got another dynamic quarterback. Uh, It's not a stretch to say two is better than Taylor Heineke, right? Two is a better quarterback than Taylor Heineke, right? You think two? Uh, I don't think two are better quarterback than Taylor Heineke. Uh, that's debatable. Um, but from what from what I've seen from Taylor Heineke last year to this year, I don't think two is a better quarterback than him. But what they do have is they have another Terry McLaurin and Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle is a dynamic receiver. If you can't keep up with Terry McLaurin, you can't keep up with Jalen Waddle. So. The rest of the season is going to be on the defense's ability to improve their game. I just I saw a defense that could not stop zone running, that could not get out of their own way, that was getting teed off linemen getting to the second level, blocking linebackers out the frame. Um, 
running backs pretty much choosing wherever they wanted to go, whether it was, you know, pounding it right behind it, the, the guards and the tackles or hitting cutbacks and coming the other way. And if Christian McCaffrey averaged six, I want to say the Washington Redskins maybe averaged seven or eight. Uh, that's just how bad the defense was on Sunday. But um, I think Cam Newton's going to fuck around and buy Matt Rule and Joe Brady another season. And we're going to have to put up with this shit for one more year. Hopefully they figure it out, you know, because it's not beyond a coach to get better at their job. Obviously, once you, you know, you get on Julius Rock's bad side, he wants to fire you. No, it doesn't matter what happens. He's going to want to fire you. Um, But I think Matt Rule can grow as a coach and become better and improve. I think Joe Brady can improve as an offensive coordinator. I think, Phil Snow can improve as a defensive coordinator. All the pieces are there. You just got execution yeah. now. Can I say this? Can I say this? Do you understand why I want to get rid of Cam? Though? Yeah, absolutely. You want to. You want to create a better opportunity to bring something better. In. We don't got time I, to grow. We got to win right now. I it, that that's not even a thing. I didn't feel like. Um, I never felt like Matt Rule was the right person for the job. Even even if. You, even if that shit with Cam did happen, you did not hire the best candidate. Because yeah, that's the fact. That's, he, he was not the best candidate. Like, when I look Nobody at Stefanski, wanted him. when I look at Stefanski, I see Joe Judge teams fight more, and I think Joe Judge is a klutz. I think he's a goof. I, uh, uh, McCarthy, goof. Guess what Dallas is doing? Dallas is supreme. Dallas is 82. Well, well 83 now, you know. Be enemy. It's so many coaches. The offensive coordinator, um, that that from the coach that's at Philly, they're doing. They they look solid. Everybody is just kind of figuring it out. And you got old college Matt Rule. And this is my thing. And and, it, and it's and it hit me like a ton of bricks. I don't want no more college. Get don't get, quit fucking with these college dudes. Just stop. Just just let it go. Let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. If we had Ron Rivera as a head coach with this team, where would we be right now? Uh, we would – well, Ron Rivera would Ron Rivera would not be with this team because this team is too young. Ron Rivera likes veterans. He does not – that is Ron Rivera's fault. He does not like the youth movement. He likes vets. The, that Redskins team is a combination of vets and old niggas, right? I think Rivera with this – this team would have been a little older – um, so we wouldn't have lost to the Giants. We wouldn't have lost to Philly. Um, uh, we would be let me look at the NFL standards. We'd be over 500 right now. But seven and four, six and five. Who's the quarterback? Wait, who's the quarterback? With the, with Cam, yes, Cam Scott Turner, we would be right. We would either be the LA, we would be with the with the Tampa Bay Bucks at at six and three, or we'll be five and five, or six to five. We'll be there. We'll be in the mix. I didn't have no follow-up. That was that was my only point. I just, you know, I think Rivera's, I think I give Rivera credit more than you do. I think he's a, a 
extremely well-versed coach. We don't have defensive mishaps the way we've had defensive mishaps. Um, I think yeah, I Robert think. Burns' time in Carolina was just, you just need, everybody needs space. But I don't know what Ron Rivera would have been with a different GM. I don't know what Ron Rivera, Ron Rivera has a little bit more control in Washington than he did with the Panthers. So I don't exactly know what he would have done in these circumstances. So I, so I don't know. But I do know Ron Rivera has piss poor time management. I know Ron Rivera ran Cam Newton to the fucking ground. I know Ron Rivera let Cam Newton be teed off for him. You know, I've, I've known Ron Rivera lost some bad games, very, a lot of bad games. I feel like I didn't like the guys Ron Rivera hired. I didn't like his decision making. I think he had to get fired to get to where he's at right now. To me. So, let, 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 so you know, we're having a good conversation, man, before we wrap up. Let me ask you this. So, playoff picture, right? I got the standards up right now, right? Mm-hmm. Who, well, first and foremost, if you look, if you're looking at, um, you know, we look at the playoff picture, right? Who do you think is for real? So, right. if I look at the AFC, right? So it's the top seven teams, right? In the AFC, that's who gets the playoffs? Yep. All right, so we have Buffalo at six and four. They are the seventh. Pretenders. Pretenders. We got the Los Angeles Chargers. We have the Bengals. We have the, you know, Kansas City has climbed out of the casket. We have New England. We have Baltimore. We have Tennessee with the one seed. How do you feel about and, and on the outside looking in, we got the Steelers, we have the Browns, and we have the Colts. Do you think the 17 I named can hang on, or do you see somebody falling off? The Bills will fall off. That's it. I'm thinking. I want no to believe Bengals? in the Chargers because Herbert Herbert can play, but also, you don't think the bomb will follow the Bengals? That's who I'm thinking. I'm looking at, I am looking at the Bengals and the Bills falling off. And then replacing them is going to be the Colts and the Browns. Okay. Question. Do you, listen, I saw, I see a lot of media hype about the Pats, right? And I am a Mac. Jones hater and I'm a Pets hater, right? For obvious reasons. Do you think they're coming out of the AFC? Because I don't know. And that's just not me hate. That's just me being objective. Yeah, because they play in the AFC East. No, you come no of the AFC, period. Oh, are the Patriots going to the Super Bowl? Yes, that that's that's the narrative no. right now. Hell no. The Patriots can't beat the Ravens. The Patriots can't beat the Chiefs. If the Chiefs get their act together, it listen, the Patriots are only the Patriots are only as high and as well as they are because the Bills tricked the bag off, right? We would not be talking about the Patriots as Super Bowl anything if the Bills hadn't tricked the bag off. 
So these are the teams the Bills have to, the, the Patriots have to play. Like they have to play the Titans, which is that's a loss. The Patriots can beat the Titans. That's a loss. Okay, they got the Bills next. That's a W. Colts at Colts. That's a loss. Got the Bills again in New England. That's a W. They got Jacksonville and they got and they got the Dolphins. So here's the thing. The Patriots are a wild card team. They're only they're only in the driver's seat for the AFC East because the Bills are pretenders. Yes. If the Bills still had that spot, then the Patriots would be sitting as this as the final wild card team right now. We'd I don't believe about, the Patriots are gonna beat the Bills to I don't think they're gonna sweep the Bills. My agenda doesn't allow me to give the Bills any credit. <laughs> I don't believe the Bills are going to sweep the Pets. I don't believe the uh, they're going to break even. I, I think uh, well, this is what I think happened. All right. Eventually, the Patriots offensive line is getting healthy, but eventually somebody's taking that running game away. You know what I mean? Um, I think that the Pets are playing so well defensively, nobody's going to, it's, it's having, it's, nobody's scoring on them. So they're giving that ball right back to Mac Jones, right? And they're just grinding clock. And he just, you know, if you look at the throws, bro, I see 20 for 24. You see 20 for 24, you be like, holy shit. Then you see like 200 yards. So, like, <laughs> so that, 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 like you know, and, and he is turning the ball over. I think if you found the right team that can, you know, I think the Chiefs could be a problem for them. I think the Bills would break even. I think the right team that could just throw some points up, they could throw 30, 30 points up dinner. I think that would be too much for the pass, in my opinion, to keep up. I think a team like Tennessee who runs the ball and a team like Indianapolis who runs the ball, I, well, I don't know what Tennessee's run game looks like now, but a team like Indianapolis who runs the ball, you play the same game the Patriots try and play with you. And you see how they handle that. Um, low key, man, I got the Baltimore Ravens and the Indianapolis Colts in the AFC Championship. I don't think the Colts can make it that far. I'm telling you right now, man, the Colts are the, the Colts might be the scariest team in the AFC outside of the Chargers, unless the Chargers get their act together. The Colts might be the scariest team to the Ravens, who I think are actually going to come out of the AFC. All right, let's go to the NFC, man. So, boom, first seven teams. You got the Cardinals, Green. Now, I feel like this is AM, an NFC fight club. You got the Cardinals, you got Green Bay, you got Dallas, you have Tampa Bay, you have the Rams, Minnesota, shockingly, and you have New Orleans. Outside looking in, you got Panthers, Philly, San Francisco looking in, right? I. Don't see the Panthers making the playoffs. I see the Panthers going on a little run, but I don't see them making the playoffs. Right? I I just don't see it happen. I just don't. You don't. They don't have the culture to do that, right? Maybe if they can find some way to beat the Dolphins this week and they get to the bye, maybe. Um, I think Sean Payton is too good a coach to go out like a hoe, but I don't. Think Trevor Simeon is that good enough? 
I think let me look at these Niners, man. The Niners are on the road. They got the Vikings, Seahawks, thing. Ugh, don't look too good for the Niners. Man, the um, Niners can knock the Vikings out. The Niners can spot places with the Vikings this week. They could. You know what? I have an agenda. I need the Niners to win for other podcast purposes. So I have an agenda <laughs> that I need to I need the Niners to get to the playoffs so I can run this back to a certain person. Shout out to my bro Burtis, Burtis Holmes. I need it. I need it. I need it. I need it for agenda purposes, right? Um, who do you think come out this NFC? The team to come out the NFC. I think our NFC championship game is going to be. And, and, and we have full disclosure to change. We just jumping out the window. Hot take NFC championship game is going to be Dallas and Tampa Bay. I think Dallas defense is letting them down. I, I think Dallas is running out of gas. Um, I have Tampa Bay and Green Bay. The rematch. Yes. I don't think Green Bay is going to get it done, man. I think I, I – I, I, let me see what Green Bay got left. Green Bay has Rams. Ooh. Ooh. Rams, Bears, Packers, Browns, Vikings, Lions. Ooh, that's going to be tough right there. Then you have the Bucks. Bucks have got Colts, Falcons, Bills, Saints, Panthers, Jets, Panthers. You have the Rams. Rams have, of course, Packers, Jags, Cardinals, um, Seattle. Oh, I think the Rams. The Rams are going to be. Yeah, Rams. So just to kind of backtrack a little bit, I got three teams falling out of the playoffs. Okay. The Rams, the Vikings, and the Saints all got all on pack alert. They're on pack alert. Ah. All on pack watch alert. I don't think the Rams are going to fall out. I don't think the Rams fall out. I think Philly's gonna, I think Philly's gonna claw their way in. Um, I think Saints are gonna fall out. I think Minnesota's gonna fall out. Kirk Cousins is gonna turn to a punk in the bench. I think the top five teams are gonna stay in. I can see the Niners get in. I can see the Eagles get in. I can see New Orleans kind of scratch and claw their way, but you know, they just don't got the quarterback play. And maybe the Panthers, but other than that, I don't see nothing else. Um, I have a hot take of the week, right? And I've said it before, right? But I want to spin it. I want to spin the block back. All right. So Seattle got cooked yesterday, right? Russell, you know, my man hit me up and said, "Yo, is Russell washed?" I said, nah, man, Russell and Wash, you know, they, Russell just needs a divorce, right? There's a team playing on Monday Night Football right now. Daniel Jones has 21 for 32, a touchdown, 157 yards, right? If I'm the Giants, now granted, Joe Judd has to go, David Gettleman has to go, right? I get on the phone, I ask Seattle, what you want for Russell? 
Russell Wilson, New York Giants. Kadarius Tony, Kenny Galladay, Saquon Barkley, Russell Wilson. Magic, money, hot take of the week. That is my hot take of the week. It's got to happen. For legacy, if Russell want to protect his legacy, he got to do it. That's where Russell's trying to go. Book it. I don't. I don't have a hot take. I. I. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's get into the picks, man. And we'll get up out of here. All right, All right. So before we dive in, this is this is the last week, right? Or are we gonna are we gonna extend the the Gatorade bet into the new year? We're going to bowl season. season. We're going to bowl season. We're going to bowl okay. season. Okay. Okay. Well, just a quick update on the standings okay. right now. Just a quick little update. Okay. Uh, through twelve weeks of college football. I, myself, P. Hardy, have amassed 59 wins, 59 Ws, and 38 losses. At one point, I had a 15-win lead over Julius Rock. Julius Rock has climbed back from the depths of hell. Julius Rock has 56 wins, 41 losses. So there is a three-game difference in the picks right now. This could be a big week for you because big you're already week. you're already going Clemson and I'm going Gamecocks. So this, this could be a big week for you, or it could be a big L for you. We're going to get into that. We'll, let, let's. Do you want to start with that? You want to say that? Well, I mean, we might as well start with that. We know that's okay. where it's going. So I have. I listen. I want to give Shane Beamer flowers. I was wrong about Auburn. South Carolina Gamecocks, they beat Auburn. I'm going to give them props, okay? I thought they were going to lose. But, you know, one thing about South Carolina is when they take an L, this particular team, they take an L, they get a little more motivated. They, they, they ain't going to lose, right? I honestly feel like Clemson could lose this game. It's going to be a madhouse with William Bryce. It is going to be nuts in there, right? If you've been to William Bryce, if you've been to South Carolina, it's going to be rocking in there at 7.30 at night. There's going to be racial slurs. It's going to be bottles. There's going to be batteries thrown at them. It's going to be kids getting spit on. It's going to be just going to be a lot of hostility, a lot of January 6th energy, right? We got, oh, oh, we got 05 vibes. We got 2005 vibes. Yes. <laughs> 2005 vibes. <laughs> That was 04. <laughs> was that 04? Yeah, it was 04 when they had to fight. Yeah, yeah, 04, 04, 04, 05. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot, 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 lot of insults right there, okay? I feel like Shane Beamer's team is starving to beat the Tigers. I feel like Gamecock fans are, have, have been waiting for this moment. I feel like a fury of petty is going to rain upon Tiger fans. But this is my thing. This is my thing. I think my Tigers are a little more battle tested than these Gamecocks. I think we have we have a plethora of injuries. We have so many people on. We have what twenty one players on fucking out for the fucking year. We don't know who the hell is going to fucking play on Saturday because every time we turn around, a nigga got COVID or a nigga broke his arm or whatever. Whatever. We don't know who the fuck. We have a completely different team injury wise from Georgia to now. But my Tigers are more battle tested than these goddamn Gamecocks and Dabo. And two things can happen: either Clemson can do, either Clemson can beat the shit out of South Carolina, either it's going to be a tight game, or South Carolina's going to get up in our ass. I 
think we are going to beat South Carolina and keep the pack off our ass one more goddamn year. And I don't know how many years it's going to last, but this year I think we're going to beat South Carolina. I got Clemson winning, baby. I ain't got no score, but we are going Listen, to win that game. We got that we give an 4 vibes. Oh, for, I'm gonna draw the parallels for you. And this is this okay. this might not be good for Gamecock fans because we ended up losing that game. But god damn it, we won that fight in the beginning. We won the brawl. But listen, listen, the last time in 2004, you remember what else happened in 2004? The Detroit what? Pistons and the Indiana Pacers had the malice in the palace, right? Yes. Just this week. God damn it, Detroit got into another fight. So the universe is telling us to prepare for some 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 fuck shit in William Bryce. It's gonna be some fuck shit in William Bryce. They ain't played in a year. It's gonna be some fuck shit in William Bryce. Somebody, it's gonna be some ejections in William Bryce. So I um I, I don't have to, I'm not I this is the most beatable Clemson team, and it's it's a shame that we're taking a low-hanging fruit and we're gonna rejoice, but god damn it, if we win, we're gonna rejoice. So I don't I don't care if this is the worst Clemson team in the last decade. I do not care. It, it do not matter. Um, we get this W. It's going down. I got the Gamecocks. South Carolina don't beat this Clemson team. This Clemson team, they're not going to beat them next year. You don't get them this year. You're not going to beat them next two years. Mark my words. Mark my words. This year, you don't do it this year. This is Dabo's 20's best coaching job. For what the shit he had to deal with this year. This is his best coaching job. You don't get us this year, goddammit. It's not gonna happen no time soon. Fear, fear the rib cage. That's all I got to say. That's how many, that's how many more goddamn W's clips are gonna get. Um Ole Miss versus Mississippi State. Uh give me Ole Miss. Hmm. A lot of distractions in Ole Miss land. A lot of distractions. Um, niggas gonna be on Lane Kiffin Jack through a short week. Mm, they in Mississippi State. Uh, Matt Corral playing. They got Mississippi State winning. I'm going to miss. I'm going to miss. Going on, uh, they got Mississippi State winning. Who is Mississippi State? Who is Ole Miss lost to? I'm going. Fuck it. 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 I am going. Old Miss. ECU versus Cincinnati. This is a pack watch of the week. This is the pack watch of the week right here. Give me Cincinnati. That coaching staff has done way too much to to fall to some Eastern Carolina. This is the trick A, man. Is, is there, did they play in a conference game? Or is it? This is it. I think I don't I don't think the uh is it AAC, right? Uh Cincinnati. So. 330 game, Eastern Carolina gonna probably be senior night. Fuck it, I'm going Cincinnati, man. They better win. Um, UNC versus NC State. Give me the Wolfpack. 
UNC versus NC State. Mm. This is a game that Dave Doran has to win, or he's a fraud, right? And he is shown to be a fraud. I have Chapel Hill winning. I think they said this is the last game in Sam Howell's career, and Matt Brown has got to be NC State for recruitment purposes. So I have UNC winning. Michigan State versus Ohio State. I think Ohio State's going to hang 50 on Michigan. Yeah, we we not even we shouldn't even pick that. Michigan getting dusted. Yeah, Michigan getting dusted. Um Wisconsin versus Minnesota. I'm going Minnesota. Mm. Give me Wisconsin. What are they playing at? Where are they playing at? I just kind of just kind of jumped out the window with that one. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, yeah. They, they at Minnesota. Yeah, at Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm around with that. Um, Rutgers versus Maryland. Uh, give me Rutgers. I take Maryland. Uh, ooh, in the battle of the trash can bowl, FSU versus Florida. Mm. I'm going Florida State. I'm going Florida State as well. They just lost the coaching. Kids ain't focused. <laughs> These kids not fucking focused at all. Um, going Florida State, man. Winner, winner goes to a bowl game. Michigan State. 95 milli Mel Tucker versus James. I might be looking at another job, frankly. Where's this the game Black at? Is it at Penn Bowl. State or is it at? Uh, the Black QB Bowl. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? It is at... Damn, where is the shit? Oh, Damn, I lost the shit it. that fucking fast. I got, I got it. I can find it. I can find it. This game is gonna be. At Michigan State. Michigan State getting a shit embarrassed. I'm going Michigan State. Mel Tucker got to get his face back. It's the first time all year I picked against. Pitt James Franklin. What time's the game? That game is uh 3:30. I'm going, I'm, I'm going James Franklin, man. James Franklin, he, James Franklin got fish is strong. Kentucky versus Louisville. Hmm. I earlier in the year, this would have been an easier game to pick. I am rolling with the black quarterback. Malik Cunningham in the ACC. I think Kentucky is very good, but this is a 7-30 game. They're hold on. I think they wait a second. They are at Louisville. It's gonna be a madhouse. I'm going with Louisville. Give me Kentucky. Final game, man. OU. Versus Oklahoma State. 
This is a tricky game. Listen, OU, none of the quarterbacks seem to be very confident in the way they're playing right now. They pulled both of them in and out of the game uh, last weekend. Um, They just barely scratched by. I mean, they had a difficult time with Iowa State. I'm going Oklahoma State. Mm, both 10 and 1. Both got black. Ugh. Well, mixed quarterbacks. Um, You know what? This is going to come down to who is the better coach, right? And who has the better players. And I feel like Lincoln Riley is a better coach than Mike Gundy, right? And this is the year Mike Gundy, MAGA, MAGA Mike Gundy. MAGA Mike. MAGA Mike, man. MAGA Mike. Um, supposed to get it done. I am going with Caleb Williams. I'm going with Lincoln Riley. I think Lincoln Riley's playing for something a little bigger. You know, you win this game, you're you, you're too into the playoffs. And I think that, you know, Lincoln got a Lincoln's going to throw the kitchen sink at, at you know, at Mike Gundy, man. I got OU. Um, as always, man, thank y'all for listening. Josh Allen is a fraud. Josh Allen is a fraud. Uh, the next time we record, Tuesdays are going to happen. Um, I'm going to be flamed up all night. Or I'm going to come into this, this next podcast hella confident. So we will see, man. Stay tuned for next time. Because your boy might either be a pack, P. Hardy might be dropping bombs on me, or we'll have a civil podcast next time. <laughs> thanks for listening to it. Thanks for listening.